Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We welcome you back to the fold. Now with the dirt. (laughs) Now with the dirt. Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie style. Okay. The story that never ends. Mm -hmm. It it doesn't. No. Uh, According to sources at page six, Angelina Jolie is, quote, desperately trying to find something new in her ongoing fight with Brad Pitt after allegedly suing the FBI for records that she already had. This, according to sources close to Brad Pitt. I was going to say, this is coming from uh, Team Brad Pitt. Listen, I will just say this. Going back, because it's almost been six years. Going back, I remember in, in, in an interview where she said that there were times that she didn't always feel safe. And I kind of went back, but one of the things when Brad and Angelina's private plane made the unscheduled landing in International Falls, mm-hmm. it was because Brad Pitt was going berserk in the plane. Mm-hmm. And the plane, apparent, you know, like one of the things that you do not want to be having someone going berserk in a small plane. And um, one of the earliest articles were uh, about it were the damages to the interior of the plane mm-hmm. that he got out. But why Pete, does this matter now? Well, she already knows about the they're story. They're just trying to spin this. This is coming from Team Brad Pitt. I'm just saying that people give him a pass, but he did... He was, it was to the point, Julia, it was to the point that, that he couldn't see his children without somebody for four years. That's, he did, I'm tired of people saying Angelina's alienating him. His drunk, high, violent behavior alienated him from his kids. And his behavior on that plane was so bad, she left him the next day. Oh, so here is why we're talking about mm-hmm. all this today is why? because Angelina Jolie is to believe to have been a Jane Doe who filed suit against the FBI in April, requesting documents related to an investigation concerning Brad Pitt reportedly in a bid to find out why no criminal tra- charges were brought against him following what you just described on that flight back in 2016. Yeah. Now, page six has seen the report. It's been released and it shows that the assistant United States attorney and the Assistant United States Chief of the Criminal Division discussed the case back in 2017 before a decision was reached not to proceed with charges against Pitt. Because it's Brad Pitt. If it had been any other guy and women are not taken care of in domestic violence situations and they're just not. So she just wanted to see that. But I mean, we kind of forget about how berserk he went, how out of control he was. Well, here's what in the initial FBI report, what Angelina Jolie was saying, that uh, she told officials that she believed Brad Pitt was mad from the time they boarded the 
plane. It was coming from Nice and coming back to the United States. All of the kids were in the plane. And Angelina Jolie said that Brad Pitt, who had been drinking, took her to the restroom where he, quote, grabbed her by the head, shaking her, and also shook her by the shoulders as they argued about one of the children. Angelina Jolie alleged uh, alleged that Brad Pitt punched the ceiling of the plane four times after telling her, quote, you're bleeping up this family. And when the kids asked, are you okay? Pitt allegedly replied, no, she's not okay. She's ruining this family. She's crazy. That's what this report says. Mm. Now, at one point, one of the kids, his name was, or their name was redacted from the report, yelled, it's not her, it's you, you bleep, according to the report. Yeah. Yeah. She doesn't talk to him at all. Uh huh. Then Pitt allegedly ran towards the child, Mm -hmm. but Angelina Jolie held him back, suffering injuries to her back and elbow in the process. Mm -hmm. She submitted photos of her alleged injuries to the FBI and uh, also some journals from the kids about their memories of what happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's what's in so these that's FBI why reports. Team Brad Pitt is leaning so hard on it this way, and you're not going to see Angelina do anything because the truth is on her side, and she knows it, and so do the kids. Oh boy! Well, mm-hmm. that's where we're at today yeah. with that story. Uh, let's go over to a big story that's been making headlines since this morning concerning. Ezra Miller. Ezra Miller has announced that they're seeking treatment for, quote, complex mental health issues. Now, in a statement made to Variety by a rep for Ezra Miller, uh, they broke their silence about some of this really troubling behavior that they've exhibited in recent years, including um, charges of felony drinking and uh, allegedly like taking families under their wings and just a lot of different things. Uh, Ezra Miller has this to say, having recently gone through a time of intense crisis, I now understand that I'm suffering... complex mental health issues and have begun ongoing treatment. I want to apologize to everyone that I have alarmed and upset with my past behavior. I am committed to doing the necessary work to get back to a healthy, safe, and productive stage in that my life. That was written by a publicist and at Warner no Brothers and no they choice. told him, you yep. are a star of The Flash, you need to do this, you've got all these... T- I mean, when I was in Hawaii in March, he was getting arrested in Hilo. I know. I remember that, Lori. Yeah. And he's, they've continued. That was last March. Yes, it yeah. was last March. Yep. I mean, they've had a problem on their hands for, I hope he gets the help he needs or they get the help right. that they need because Ezra is hurting. Yeah, you, you guys are exactly right. It sounds like somebody at Warner Brothers was having some very serious discussions behind the scenes. Yeah, because they don't want to scrap this movie and they need to get him rehabbed ASAP. It's taken him a long time to get him to do something now. Well, they haven't been able to find him. He's been dodging, <laughs> dodging affidavits and subpoenas. Jeez. Yeah, in that movie, The Flash, in which Edward Miller stars, isn't due out in theaters until next year. So at this point, if you're a fixer at a Hollywood studio yeah. or a crisis, crisis manager you're thinking we got to barney fife this and nip yep. it in the bud nine months out we got to get going on this because it's just literally been six months of bad headlines for Ezra. Mm-hmm. non-stop mm-hmm. really yeah and i suppose the hope, the hope is and by all means behind the scenes that you know the ceo of warner brothers discovery is very bullish on this movie they're thinking that this is going to be the groundwork for a decades-long film universe for dc comics so they're hoping that people will forget about this and that Ezra Miller will be ready in time for when this movie comes out. And, and I hope we, I hope they get the help that they need. Yeah, genuinely. Yes, like, genuinely. That you are genuinely getting help and that mm-hmm. this isn't just a public relations statement and that perhaps there will be some uh, introspection. Mm-hmm.
actually happening and with the help of professionals. Uh, moving on from that story, let's talk about uh, the death of Wolfgang Peterson, who directed Das Boot. Now, I don't know. Or Das Boat, excuse me. Uh, did you guys ever watch that movie? Never. That is like never. The, that is but, the, <laughs> never. But I always but thought I, you I always thought it was Das Boot. <laughs> so did I. Uh, das Boot. It is about a German submarine yes. in World War yes. II. Oh my gosh, that kicked off his career. But look, he directed a lot of stuff, including the Never Ending Story in the Line of Fire. Air Force One, mm-hmm. get off my plane! Right, they just don't make them like they used oh, to. Oh yeah, Casey, he he will know all these movies. Yeah, these oh. are well, one, these are kind of epic movies. Mm-hmm. Yes, one movie you guys will probably know, Troy, in which Brad Pitt, oh yes, oh yes, greased up his body, was working on his fitness. Looking like a snack and a half mm-hmm. back in the day, and they made a big deal about that. And filmed it in Malta. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Um, we are getting uh, some pictures of Bruce Willis having an impromptu jam session with his friends. So somebody's out there posting on social media. He's playing the harmonica. His friend playing the guitar. Seems like he's in good spirits since retiring from a uh, from the world of entertainment after uh, sharing his aphasia diagnosis mm-hmm. publicly. So yeah, nice. Well, well music. it's nice that music. It, right? it, it worked for some people. My mom' music didn't come back. Mm-hmm. I mean, like at all. And that used to be a big part of my mom's life. But it's for some people, it is a way to connect. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. You know, it's starting connections, and you can, you know. It's amazing what the brain can do and rewire itself. With aphasia. With aphasia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there he is jamming on his harmonica. You know, we talked about this at the beginning of the show. Madonna celebrating her 64th birthday over in Italy. Yeah, and with her, her son, who looks so much like Guy Ritchie. Unbe- it's unbelievable. That's unbelievable. Because his birthday was yesterday, I okay. think, or something. They have Okay. They have like they're a sort a, of birthday kind twins. Kind of birthday twins. Yep. Yeah. Rocco, her son with Guy Ritchie. It, it you're like, oh wow. Okay, so this person is a grown mm, adult mm-hmm. right now. And looking all right. Well, today Madonna sharing photographs of herself wearing a Dolce and Gabbana dress, and she has her daughters wearing matching dresses too. I mean, I feel like it's like you do what Madonna says on her birthday. That's and right. She's like your mom, but it looks like everyone's enjoying themselves. Oh, yeah, very nice. Very nice. And finally, we will see whether or not Kaylee Cuoco and Pete Davidson have chemistry together in Meet Cute when it's released in September on September 21st on the Peacock streaming service. I'll watch this. I'll watch it for all of us. I watch all the rom-coms. Yeah, I think he got her over her um, heartache over her second marriage. Yeah, I think you're right, Lori. They were kind of a, they were coupled up for the filming of this thing. Well, Kaylee Cuoco's cute. She's darling. is cute. Yes, I can see where the attraction would happen. Yeah. I I hope they had a good time together while it lasted. Well, thanks for the good dirt. Thank you, Holly. Thanks for everything today, too. Absolutely. All right, my talkers. It is 530 on a Tuesday. So uh, that means one thing. It's time to get into the study of duh. This is the study of duh with noted academic journal skimmer, Lori. Uh, Yeah, everyone knows that, though. Yes, I was skimming through the human behavior and emerging technology journal that I just received last week. And this... uh, this little this study got my eye, and I gotta say, it doesn't surprise me one little bit. Young parents say they don't know how to handle their kids' screen time habits. I 
And we're talking about the millennial parents. Most of them say they're just winging it or making it up as they go along because um, children and then teens having a cell phone, all of that significant source of family arguments. And we say, duh. Ever it, since the damn things started. Ever were since the damn thing started, I remember thinking, who would do this to us? It's evil. Modern it's parents evil. are indeed picking up on the negative consequences of uh, uh, mobile and social media. Many parents admit their children now find it harder to focus, follow directions, exercise self control, handle emotions. And I say they like it when. Like somebody like a Zendaya or a Tom Holland or somebody will come out and announce that they're not taking that they're taking a social media break, break. because it can be an example that you can use with your kids, innate, your kids about like maybe uh, taking a break. But everybody is winging it. There's no there's because they're um, a, a young parent now would not have anyone to ask. How did you deal with this? Right. Many of parenting things you can ask. Well, how did you deal with that, Mom? Mm-hmm. How did you and Dad deal with uh, me when I was, you know, that we don't have this commonality. And and the, that little thing does everything. I mean, you yes. can use it. You could use it for the learning programs for your kids. You could use it for, you know, uh, the good and the evil. 75% of parents say conflict, tension, and family disagreements over self, so, uh, social media. Yeah. Social media. 100%. Yeah. That they're just winging it. They just don't have any idea. So here's... Uh, here's what uh, um, uh, people, of course, limit, you know, they try to set a time period on that, but there's no frame of reference because these devices didn't exist when they were children. So they don't have anyone to ask. You're right. About this. You're right. So, and um, yeah, so anyway, it's, I guess... We're going to see more stories about maybe how to help people guide along with this sort of area and as they do studies about it because people just don't know how to handle all that screen time and what is too much, what is enough, right? Is, how that is affecting because parents do see that with teens, they see the effect. Mm. Yeah, Ooh. and try to get your phone away from one. That's right. There's oh. no, There's it's no a distraction. Rubric. I can't lie. Oh. As somebody that just wrapped up college this summer, it is tough to, yep. like, even if I tell myself and trying to convince myself yep. to put the phone away and mm-hmm. focus. This you, is yeah. going to be the, um, the parental problem that is going to be a very vexing one. It, but because, it's been going on already for a long time. Well, 10 years. As long as 10 years. Have, yes. 10 mm-hmm. years at least. So yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's, you're, we say duh, but okay, keep the studies coming. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, this is a very interesting study. I was skimming the Journal of Personality and Social Psychology, mm-hmm. and this caught my eye. Is it possible to guess a person's name based on what they look like? I don't know, but someone could guess someone's sexuality based on their eyebrows recently. Yeah, that's, uh, Can you guess wow. someone's name on what they look like? In the um, Israeli study, okay. they gave people a person's photograph and then multiple choice name options. Now, the odds of correctly guessing... A multiple choice, which is four. Is 25%. Okay, yeah. And the people, nearly 40% of the time, people accurately pegged... The name to the person, the right I, name. I think that if, people look like their names. 
This is what they're saying. Our research indicates. I believe that in a way. People do yeah. look like they're And you have a one in twenty-five percent chance to get it right. Right. And furthermore, we suggest this happens because of a process of self-fulfilling pr- prophecy as we become what other people expect us to become. So, um, anyway, yeah, it was just uh, people are able to um, really do look like their name. Like if you showed someone a picture and you gave them the four names, mm-hmm. higher than the odds that they're going to get. I it. love that. And they gave them five names. Oh, five. So, okay. Yeah, okay. they gave five. So. Anyway, I think you look like a Julia mm-hmm. or a Julie or a Julie mm-hmm. and you look like a Lorraine mm-hmm. or, a, or a Lori mm-hmm. and Josh. Are you Joshua? Josh. Yeah. But you look like a Josh. I do. You do. I do. It's kind of funny how you do look like your name. Uh huh. <laughs> Grant looks like a Grant. Yes. He's a gingery Grant. Yes. It fits him. Grant looks well, like and a you Marcus can you would use the age of the person, and you know the names that were popular when their yes. person was born. Yeah. So you could use a process of elimination to yeah. figure that out. I think. Yeah. Okay, now here is another one. This is a study of duh. Half of Americans admit they can't touch their toes without straining. That's that's unfortunate. That's right. Mm -hmm. That's right. And all we need to do is just walk a little bit. But yes, people, um, they, yeah. Can you touch your toes right now? Can you stand on one foot for 10 seconds? You know, they're still trying to get that to be a common practice in the doctor's and it, office. And it should be. Mm-hmm. And and sometimes it's easier than not. Yeah. Standing on one, because if you're equal, I mean, because I've been off. They want to start at age 50. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not surprised that half of Americans can't touch their toes without straining. And they want to start that at age 50. That at when 50 you go, for the balance okay, test. for the balance test. All right. Stand on one foot for you 10 49 seconds. You 49-year-olds, get ready out there because you could have a demerit. That's uh-huh. right. Well, they just said it can be an indicator of something else is what the studies are showing. Kind of like your gums. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Jeez, all these things. Your breath. Yeah. Your gums. These okay. are all indicators. Okay. Okay. Here's another uh, mm-hmm. study of duh. Experts don't always give better advice. This was published in Psychological Science. Experts don't always give better advice. They just give more of it. <laughs> okay, hysterical and duh. Mm-hmm. Of course, because they're the experts. People go to them to ask them. Yeah. Uh-huh. People seem to mistake quantity for quality. The, stu- the Association for Psychological Science uh, writes, our studies suggest that in at least some in some instances, people overvalue advice when there's so much of it. Yeah, well, that's kind of interesting. Isn't it? Advice overkill? Yes. What was it called with our streaming services that we have on over what? What did we call it last week? Over streaming? Over, we're on... Did we come up with a new word? Oh, we were... um, It was a good word. It was an under... hmm. Yeah, we're... Exhausted from something, but it had a special word with it. Oh, so, I know what you mean. Too. You yeah. know, because it was the three of us we were talking about it. And what the hell were we talking about? It was with streaming services that we were. We had streaming overload. Overload, but it was a better word. It was better a newer, word. more modern word. Yeah, well. 651 if anyone can fill in the blank in our brain. Yeah. It's, uh, we spend a lot of time and money looking for good advice, whether it's from coworkers or coaches or teachers or tutors or friends and family. The next time you get advice, you may want to think less about how much of it there was and more about how much of it you could actually use. There you go. There you go. Mm-hmm. And, um, and when people get, want to give you advice all the time, you're just like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. why, thank you. I didn't. I don't remember you asking for it, but right. I'll file it away for a yes, rainy day. Thank you.
Thank you, thank you. Okay, here's one last real study of okay. duh. All right. Uh, this was um, this was a study from Tufts University in Boston. They created something called the Food Com- Compass, a nutrient profiling system that ranks how healthy foods are by giving options a score. And I don't think this is going to surprise you and maybe many other people, but ice cream is better than granola. Duh. 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 Streaming fatigue. 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 Advice fatigue. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Yes. A a granola bar is not as good as having a chocolate ice cream cone topped with nuts, nutritionally wise. Who said? They spent three years investigating. Tell me you're kidding me. This is so ridiculous. I know. They spent three years investigating 8,000 different types of food and drink. And of course, whole foods and vegetables, you know, they had like perfect scores. But yeah. Chocolate ice cream with nuts scored 35 uh, points, while uh, a chocolate granola bar just got 15. Oh, you know? I can't like, even believe if I would even see that on a thing. I would just be like, I'd pretend I was doing the research and just answer right. it. <laughs> I, I guess apparently I have Friday off. Yeah. Because I'm not going to follow up on this question because it's too obvious. Uh, isn't it? I was yeah. like, ice cream is better for you than a granola. I mm-hmm. guess anyone who likes ice cream could have told you that. <laughs> we, they would think twice about that granola bar. And only think once about the ice cream. If you like your Agreed. ice cream, yeah. I don't think I've ever had granola with ice cream. Honestly, now oh, that it's I think good. About it. it's, it's good. Okay. It's, it's a good, good crunch. It's really good with and vanilla I know bean. Yogurt's good with it. But. Yogurt's good with ice or with granola. Yeah. I mean, listen. Those dried up granola bars. There's no point. What else you are might you as do well with use them in ice right. cream. It's a better use of mm-hmm. of um, every for everybody. It's a better use of the taste because. You know, those things are dry. Remember? Remember Hidden Valley, granola high oat. And oh, you dear. try and pretend you'd like it. And Put it like, in your kid's lunch and it would always come home. It, it would. Nobody wants no that one thing. Wants it. And then by like the end of the week, it was smashed. And then, and then you could open then it and you put could it on open your it. ice cream. In a minute. In a minute. I love that song, but I don't know the next line except for in a minute. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I know I missed yesterday. But I was reading all the headlines about Adele's Vogue interview and a couple things I thought were scary mm-hmm. and kind of um, red flags. Um, but just wanting to know what you guys discussed and if Adele, you know, she was very proud of her canceling um, her residence, her um, residency because she didn't feel the ambience and the setup fed, felt right to her. Yeah. Brittany and I did not give her a pass on that. We feel like canceling your show the day before the show because it wasn't coming together the way you wanted means you didn't pay attention to what was going on in the two months leading up to it. You were not present. And it made me realize that I do think she canceled that show because she was having boyfriend problems. Lori, and then that was the next line. Because it doesn't sound believable that it wasn't all of that. And then she's praising herself for it, that she was proud of herself for standing up for herself. It's the it's so strange how this has been handled. I, I think so. And then in the article, the other kind of red flag is talking about how obsessed she is. She said she, I think her quote was, I've never been in love like this before. I'm just obsessed with my well, boyfriend. Fun. I get it. And I bit. can't, but I mean, obsessed, whenever people use the word like obsessed, obsessed with love, it feels red flag. Well, that just feels weird. I mean, because you can be crazy in love and excited about it. I never hear obsessed. It's like an interesting obsessed choice of words. With things, I feel like, not yes, people. Yes, not people. 
So that is a weird choice of words. That was the one. And we thought it was a weird choice of words for her to compliment herself on, on canceling and ruining people's dreams yes. the night before the concert. Yes. Okay. It just kind of struck me as a little off. Yeah. I mean, I she, being proud of yourself for standing up for your artistic needs and canceling a show the day before means that you were an artist that wasn't paying one damn bit of attention. I love it. Yeah, get it, Laura. You go get it. Um, but it wasn't. Yeah, because I agree. it wasn't like you know she just showed up. What? She's Adele. I think she's very instrument. She's gone out on the road before. You're you know what your stage show is going to be. Mm-hmm. She signed off on all of this right. and then d- decided it wasn't right because maybe you know. And then she went on Graham Norton and kind of wore a big sparkly ring and tried to mm-hmm. make it seem like she was engaged. And in this interview, she says, "Well." We might as well be married, but I know we're going to get married again. But he does have three children. How old are his kids? I don't know what his age of his kids are, but sometimes when people have had three kids, they've had enough. Maybe she and Rich will have another one, but I don't see this public PR on her part in a magazine working to help people like her more for her music. I don't know. Working him to a proposal. Oh, you know, oh. it's a lot of out oh, loud talk about, okay. you know, the price, you know, she said, oh, you know, she's, you know, imagine, you know, the crap. Maybe he's a big, huge agent. Oh, Adele's mm. obsessed with you. I I, feel- I just hated that word with it because I don't I I mean, I'm crazy in love with my guy, but yeah. I would never say I'm obsessed. I'm right. obsessed with him. Right. I'm obsessed. I know. It just seems so weird. Yeah. So. Anyway, uh, yeah, it was a strange interview and strange things were said. And um, I do believe that she was very embarrassed that she had to do all that dancing around um, about that. Because, I mean, even in the quote, well, well, I'm not married. I mean, I'm not married. Are you engaged? I'm not married. I'm not married. Well, I'm in love. I'm as happy as I'll ever be. I might as well be married. So. Oh, now that is even a bold statement right there because mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ah, mm-hmm. I might as well be married because I'm in love. I don't know. I feel like she lost her mind with her weight. Lori, <laughs> stop it. Stop it. She looks great. All right. Here you know what I'm just saying. I know it. It's like, uh, why is she still talking about this in September? I don't know. And this is the most of the interview is about Vegas and her boyfriend. Yeah, I don't know. All right. I was just curious because that one kind of caught me a little bit off guard. Yeah, just just, yep. just sing your song. You know, it's always just you just, and your mic. Anyway, just sing your song. I mean, sing us a song. It's very flaky. I, I was very taken back by it and I just didn't know how to deal with her being obsessed. Yeah, I think he's. I think he's going to dump her or he's going to get caught with somebody else. And I don't think he wants to have any, any more kids. Oh, okay. You hear it. Oh dear. Okay. We'll see. This is just the feel I get. This is just your feeling. All right. Just like I uh, get the feeling that um, Catherine Zeta-Jones is going to be an excellent Morticia in the Netflix TV series called Wednesday. We posted this, Josh. I I know I saw that. I'm actually excited for her because I think she's a perfect, both both visibly and her acting ability, I think that's a perfect fit for her. For Catherine Zeta-Jones? I agree. I agree. She does not. She ages very, very well. Well, you know, she's older than she says she is. That's a big, she's a big, she's shaved off 10 years. 
mm. of her life. Oh, is this a top? Oh, yeah. Okay. No, she has. I know. It's a known I, fact. It's, it, Everyone, when you go to Hollywood, they try. They ask you, you're not 25, you're 20. Mm-hmm. Whatever they think you can get away with, it's just they want but you. But Josh to, said the new backwards thing, 33 is the new 63. 63. It is. <laughs> I haven't heard that before, and I kind of dig that. I like that, yeah. the way you're going with your math. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Josh, my, my, my back pain's already starting to show, so right. I know it's I know ready, getting there. Yeah. I think that's that's Ugh. something. Oh gosh! And then we have Madonna's life and career in pictures. You know, she's sixty four today. She tweeted, "It's my birthday, bitches!" And then she posted on Instagram of her giving nice wet tongue to her side biatches. Yum. Yeah, I know it. That- Madonna, I sure apparently hasn't Cher called, hasn't her called yet. you for your lessons and how to I, be a legend. I think we could do a whole show. You could be Cher and I could be Madonna, and you could just give me your life lessons. Oh, I would love it. Maybe that's Cher. our movie. I think that's our movie. I'll be Madonna, and you can just give me all the life lessons about how, how to, to be an aging or just how to be fabulous. How to be an icon. Yes, thank you. Yes, the legend to be speaks. a legend. A legend doesn't have to try so hard, and you don't have to defend anything, and you don't. You 